0: P a c k a g i n g dot com. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How's it going? Hey, it's Monday. This is second time a charm. Take two. Uh, take two. We had the we had the news going. We were ready. We we're rocking, rolling, and uh, then we got a notice saying that it wasn't visible on LinkedIn because LinkedIn was having some issues. Yeah, so, which
2: which is unfortunate. It was the best news we've ever done. Ever ever. It was it was life changing. <laughs> Just hard hitting news, the only kind of news that you would find on insert whatever <laughs> politically agnostic news channel you would listen to.
1: <laughs> it was like current affairs, you know. Yeah, it was, like, it was like Mari. Yeah.
2: I feel
0: like a better person because of that 10
2: minutes. And nobody else will ever know it. It was it was NPR, which was a national packaging <laughs> radness.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Hey, yep. there's Guillermo. What well, yeah, up, well, Guillermo? What's up? You, uh, quick,
1: so just quick introductions. It's Monday, April twenty fifth. We've got um, Adam Peak, packaging pastor, uh, host of People of Packaging, and then down here we've got Corey Connors at <laughs> Corrugated on TikTok, hey. <laughs> and, uh, host of Sustainable Packaging Podcast, and me, Evelio Matos, host of Package Design <laughs> Unboxed. So <laughs> that's, that's right. Did I do that right? right? No, no, other, no. Other, way, other way,
2: other way. there we go. Hey. What's up? Oh man. That, oh, no, gosh. that's not going to work.
1: So uh, what are we talking not about? To what do are we talking about hand? for 10 minutes that was not live <laughs> on LinkedIn? Uh, well,
2: you were, we were talking about an article, You or Vel, you had mentioned an article that Estera had sent. Yes. Um,
1: said, go ahead. Which, which was, yeah, it was awesome. Estera Salter sent an article um, about a new app that's available that allows you to, you know, scan your product and it'll tell you how sustainable it is or not how sustainable it is, but like where to recycle it. We were talking about, we also discussed how Lumi and, you know, Steven and, and Jesse and that team had put together this app as well, which was, you know, you could scan the QR code and the QR code would tell you basically similar to like a spec, right? That would tell you what materials everything is made out of. It would tell you where it would be recyclable because yeah. with, you know, with the Lumi, it, you have to put in all your specs in order to place an order with them. So they'll know exactly what your materials are. Made it really simple for them to then create this QR code. You'd scan it and then you'd know what to do with your, with your packaging. Um, So there's a lot of companies that are, that are coming up with these types of apps, which is awesome. And then Corey, you mentioned you had somebody on your podcast.
0: Yeah. Mikey Pasciutto from Scrap, S-C-R-A-P-P. It's an app that does the same thing and it uses the UPC code on the item. So what the company has to do is they have to register their items with Scrap so that and consumers can also do this. You can do it yourself or you can have the company basically download all the information to Scrap so that they can tell you what it is when you scan it with your phone. And it, it works anywhere in the U.S. currently. And eventually it will be international. And they, the, the coolest thing about it that I learned from the, the podcast episode was that they're going to give all of that information to the Murphs so that they will be able to actually recycle these items in mass. Hmm. Yeah, it's a cool initiative. And they're,
2: Mikey and I forget his uh, co-founder, but they're, they're young. Like they're yeah. college right out guy. of college. Yeah. yeah, or they're still in college it's super cool and and cory bob hawkinson hey what's up bob said cory hey, bob. gated is still the best name yet and i'm a little i'm a little you know like it's a little frustrating because you know yeah. i felt like my name was pretty good but i'll take i'll take number two thank um, you bob it's, you're it's definitely good.
0: good to have smart people on our show like
1: you we have <laughs> <laughs> got susan uh from Northwest Indiana, how's it going, Susan? Uh, What's up, Susan? Appreciate you guys Hi, hopping on here.
2: Susan, have you ever visited the largest gummy bear factory in North America? Where it is also located in Northwest Indiana, in uh, Merrillville, called Albanese Confectionery. Shout out to Albanese. Uh, it's. <laughs> It's awesome. Oh, okay. I've been I've been there a number of times. And it's uh, I was
1: going to say, how do you like? How does that even pop into your head, man? Listen, I'm in the packaging world,
2: and I've been to a lot of random. I know a lot of random information. Like, mm. I know the largest hair care bleach facility in the U S. because <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, you know, and that's why I don't have hair anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not you're not just the the president. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> you're also a customer. Uh, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Awesome. No doubt. What's up, Joseph?
1: Sarah, Thanks so much for sharing that link with us. Uh, You know, we did talk about that. You can go to the website. There's, it's part of the Recycling Partnership. You can go to recyclingpartnership.org. They also have a video there explaining how everything functions, which is pretty cool. Great stuff. Susan has been to this gummy bear.
2: Yeah, that's right, Susan. It's awesome. Legendary
1: gummy bear factory.
2: Yeah. See, now, now we've been hijacked by gummy bear (laughs) conversation and I'm here for all of it. Just keep it, keep it coming. My kids loved it when I came back from from my meetings there because they'd be like, did you break? I'm like, of course, I loaded yeah. you up with sugar and you're welcome. Yeah, but they're, they are delicious. Hey, so some really big news happened last week in the industry that I play in mostly, which is folding cartons and pressure sensitive labels. The uh, strike in Finland with UPM was is over. And so they're going to be going back to work. I don't have my soundboard hooked up, or else I'd give it a solid. Yeah, but that's my so, my sound for you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's
2: jet lagged. Uh, avelio has been home for literally ten minutes from Indonesia. So anyway, hey, we got someone from uh, Spain. What's going on? I I mean, I feel like I feel like has got to say hi.
1: Qué pasa, Emiliano? I'll be in I'll be in uh, I'll be in Spain in like in five weeks.
2: You looked no. at your watch like, in 10 minutes, I <laughs> will be in Spain. No <laughs> like, watch. <laughs> about 10 minutes, I'll be there. But hey, so the strike is over, which is great news for the label industry. But it doesn't mean what everyone thinks it means, which is like, oh, okay, now just like semi-gloss and paper liner is just going to be back in stock. Yeah. It is not just going to be back in stock. We're still looking at about a three to four month pretty bad disruption while wow. stuff gets spun up. And then expect a, expect some price increases to come from that. I I still would say it's, it's a good wake-up call if you're in the label business or if you yeah. have a product that buys labels. You you have to number one know, like we say this all the time, cause you know, not just because of our partners was with spec but it's also like you have to know what your label specs are. Label companies are notorious for making up their own specs and giving you their spec that they made up. You have to dig in further. If it doesn't, if you don't know who the material manufacturer is, UPM, Raffletech, Avery, you've got MacTac and Green Bay Packaging, so on, Spinnaker, so on and so forth, right? I think Spinnaker was bought by somebody. But anyway, if you don't know who it is, ask and find out. It's your data, it's your information. And then that way you can know and start to qualify other materials. This is a great, you, you should be doing that already. Qualify other materials, qualify other vendors, make sure that you don't get caught off guard again. Because if you think about it, a strike at a paper mill in Finland caused a massive disruption in the North American label oh. industry. So don't be dependent on that. Make sure that you you know, own your data and take control of having multiple different liners, multiple different products that are qualified to run on your line. So,
1: so, so Adam, all right. So what I'm looking at you you right in the eyes.
2: Yes, (laughs) Abelio, tell me.
1: So, so, all right. So how, how far does this, how far does this impact brands? Right. Not just, you know, I'm thinking of like bottles. (laughs) Keep looking over here. So you're still looking at me. (laughs) Okay. I'm still looking. (laughs) Uh, So like, it's like bottles. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you go down the list of everything that's got labels, but then like, what are the simpler things that have labels? That's, that's a great question. Like, like master cartons, right? Like you still have to, you know, slap on a label, shipping labels, shipping labels. Yeah. Like, like what are all, like, what are all the down market things that are impacted that we don't even consider besides like the main product?
2: Yeah. So it's, well, yeah. So shipping labels is a, is a huge one. So direct thermal, thermal transfer labels, they all go on, mm-hmm. on a line. Think about like takeout orders, grocery store pickup orders. Those all have labels on them. I mean, millions and millions and millions of labels on them. There's a lot of internal, internal parts. There's industrial labels that go on like car batteries and I don't know any, you know, parts oh. from Caterpillar and 3 looking at and, one
0: on my laptop right here.
2: Yeah. Medical devices, you know, so there's, there's a whole, like, there's like the underground label (laughs) worlds, which is like, you want to, like you, you knew the band before they got big. Like there's a whole (laughs) giant underground label world that you don't even think about uh, that that's disrupted by this pharma and med device automotive are big ones.
1: And it's not the materials in the labels. That's the issue. It's the liner. So the slick paper that goes, yeah, on, you know decals.
2: Yeah. Yep, which has a silicone release on it, and so so that the labels can peel off and be applied mm-hmm. at a, at a very rapid rate. Uh, you can get that in paper, and that's the big one that's been disrupted. That's a majority of the labels that we have now. You can also get it in a PET, which is like a clear film liner, and that liner actually can now be recycled. So for a while it couldn't because of the silicone on it. Companies have figured out a way to recycle it, so you can actually collect that. You know, put it in like a Gaylord box, and then yeah. you send it away, and it actually saves you on your waste removal. So, also it's, yeah. it's a more, good
0: okay. more good news there. My friends at LabelCraft, Brandon uh, from LabelCraft, I just talked to him. They have a fully recyclable backer label backer material. Yeah, It's cur- curbside recyclable. I think they're the only ones who have. They have a patent on it. It's really, it's exciting.
1: But, yeah, it's cool. But the, the thing to consider too is this is industrially collected. Right. So in terms of like the, the liner, if you're if you're doing large volume that can be collected just because yep. the sheer volume of it. But when you get into curbside, you know, if I'm trying to recycle a, a label backer like this, this is not going to this won't make it through the system, you know, unless it's like a gigantic label, you know, your small little decals and stuff like that. That backer is just that's going to go to landfill. Yeah. Uh, it just from a, just good... from a size perspective.
2: There's a good question. It looks like in the comments and also what's up Alex from Utah. Utah's the best. Second best is Colorado and Eco Enclose is incredible. Yes. So, yeah, they do they do offer some options. Saloni and her team are doing incredible things. Mm. So, the problem it's not as simple as just like, "Hey, let's get it made in the USA." What happened with this strike was actually because of the the global demand for labels and you had everything happening in Europe from the from the war to the strike. In order to even get materials, like when we talk about like shipping materials from the U S when you hear all this, like aid, that's going to Ukraine, like all of that needed labels or like stuff that's in Europe that needs to get over there. Like it has to get through customs. It's got to, it's got to go through a transportation system and that needed to have a label along with just the the European economy had to keep going. And so, you know, China helped out or Asia specifically helped out the U S helped out like we're sending material over there. So that's where the re, uh, that's where a lot of the disruption came from, not only the material that we import, but that our exports had to increase in order to just be because we're part of a global economy. so yes, it helps it helps to offset it if you can get mills here in the u s we certainly have those, but it, it's it's a it is an interconnected global system, and that's just label liners
1: yeah <laughs> it's yeah, wow, amazing yeah. Great, great, great question. Because I, I was thinking kind of along the same lines, so appreciate that. Well,
2: we're 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 at we're at about fourteen minutes here. So should we should we wrap it up? We've covered some. I want to kind of hear Evelio. Can you yeah, first of all, everyone, trip. everyone follow me? People packaging podcast at packaging pastor, the second greatest TikTok packaging <laughs> name, and and
0: Corey at c o r y g a t e d on TikTok and uh, sustainable packaging with Corey Connors podcast. And I've never heard of this.
2: I've never heard of
1: natural fiber welding. So I'm going to look them up. Thanks for the share. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely watch them for some future options. You guys can follow me at Avelio Matos. Just follow me here on LinkedIn. Uh, You'll see everything else that I do. Uh, Definitely check out the Package Design Unboxed podcast. I've had Michael Napoli from TerraCycle on the last two weeks, I've got two more episodes with him that are releasing this week, and you know, each one of those, I learned a ton. We went into uh, chemical recycling; just I had him break it down for a first grader because that's kind of where I'm at in terms of <laughs> chemical recycling, just understanding what it really is. Yeah, so we did a gr- he did a great job of doing that, and we got into carbon capture, and we get into a few other things this this week. So definitely great uh, information from Michael Napoli and the TerraCycle team. Super super cool stuff.
2: Yeah. And how was Indonesia? Like yes. in, in, a, in a 30 to 45 seconds, what was the biggest thing that you learned?
1: It is hot and sweaty in Indonesia. <laughs> it was so hot. It's so sweaty. Wonderful. Yeah, I, I live in Arizona where it's like 109. <laughs> you don't sweat as much as you do. And it was like 75 and 200% uh, percent humidity over there. Did you uh, make it to it, any of the beaches? I did not make... Nobody would take me to... I could not get to a beach. Everybody's like, nobody goes to the beach here because they're just so full of garbage. So just even getting a taxi driver to take me, they're like, we don't even know how to get to... I mean, people had wow. lived there their entire lives and had never been uh, to the beach. That's sad. Which which is crazy. And it's like, yeah, it's just because it's so full of garbage and, and nobody wants to do a cleanup. So there are a few, uh, few companies I did meet that are doing uh, cleanup efforts there. So I'll I'll be sharing more information about those guys pretty soon.
2: And look up, by the way, on that note, look up Andrew, Andrew Almack. He's at Plastics for Change. Uh, he's in India doing a lot of really great work. Super embarrassing uh, story for me. I recorded an interview with him and it was amazing. And Andrew, <laughs> if you're listening to this, and I wrote him and I was like, I don't know where the interview went. Like it is deleted off of my Zoom And I have no idea where it is, and I feel awful because he's like a TED—he's a TED speaker. He does incredible work. So, everyone, check out Plastics for Change. Look at what they're doing—they're doing uh, fair trade certified, post-consumer recycled plastic. Uh, It's really awesome, and and I imagine they'll be going to Indonesia. And Bob, now I have the third best name. So, thank you.
1: (laughs) Awesome, and it's, it's definitely not a lot cleaner. Because of me, but thank you. Uh, no, it was, I mean, it was beautiful. It was amazing there. Was, I ate so well, saw some great things. I went and visited the team at idpdirect.com, saw their, one of their production facilities, two of their production facilities, which were made and just learned some of the new, you know, just seeing the the level of tech that some of these printing companies are, you know, converting companies are, are in- incorporating into their every day is amazing, especially cool. over there where, you know, like right next to, a facility there's a gigantic rice patty and there's like wow. and there's um you know banana trees and pipe like just out in the wild like you just walk out and like pull a banana off and just you know shove it in your face <laughs> like, it's pretty amazing stuff living in arizona i got cactus you know i can't do anything <laughs> with that, so, so it, was, it was definitely pretty cool
2: oh man that's awesome welcome back
0: yeah welcome
1: Thanks. awesome and then we'll be in uh, we'll be in vegas yeah May
0: 11th. May 11th at uh, 145 Waste Expo 360 Sustainability Talks.
1: Yeah, should be good. Really excited Thanks. to hop, on, hop up on stage and actually meet you guys for the first time in person at the same time.
2: And Bob, I appreciate it as a, as a closest thing to a millennial here. I believe that everyone should get a trophy. So thanks for including me finally <laughs> and, and, uh, and giving me, giving me my participation trophy. Well, Hey thanks, guys, Bob. I got, I got to run. I got a, a nine o'clock mountain yep. time call. I got to get on. So high five and, and down, down.
1: Come on, next Monday. We will have a full new newsworthy intro. Super stoked about it. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see, see y'all.
0: In. Bye. Bye. This episode is sponsored by SpecRite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve, The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specrightcom backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.